All right, everybody, we're back again and again and again. I think this is my third one this week. Um, but today, today is actually not a set topic per se. I just have somebody here with me who I'm going to let them kind of introduce themselves. And we're going to kind of talk about podcasting and different conversations about podcasting because i got some shit to say and i need another male's opinion so before we get started i'm gonna let y'all i'm gonna let my guest uh introduce himself go ahead hey everybody my name is zion um i've been podcasting for about a month i think i just started it uh you know i don't have much to say i'm i just kind of just go with the flow i'm a college student and I'm a young person. I got a lot to say, so I was like, hey, let's let's get into podcasting. I know that's right. I always have a lot to say. I wish I would have knew about this when I was your age, because I would have been on here and probably could have been rich by now, but we're here now. I think this April, I've been doing this since December um, on my own show, and I was co-hosting somebody else's prior to that for about three months. So, about six months or so. So, I'm still new, too. I just... Okay. You got a pretty big following. I'm trying to get like you. <laughs> um, it, it was so... I was not expecting that because when I started, I'm like, oh, it's just going to be, you know, just the people that I'm cool with listening to me. Because, you know, I always made videos on Snapchat about just random stuff that would happen to me during the day. And everyone was like, start a podcast. So here we are, but what what made you want to start a podcast? So I um I actually my cousin is my co-host. Me and my cousin be real close. We almost like brothers. Um, he was supposed to be here today, but I actually have COVID, so we I want him in the house with me. Um, and for and everyone, I'm I, sorry to cut you off, but for everyone who heard that we are not in the same room, so he's not passing it to me or he's not violating any none of that. So. But my bad. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, we virtual. We, <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, but like me and my cousin, we used to always have these like in-depth conversations about whatever, whether it's current events or how we feel about music or whatever. And it's just like, we felt like we wasn't the only ones who had these views on things. So it was like, yeah, it'd be cool to get it out there and really broadcast it. Because there's other people that share those same opinions. Like we started, we, our first episode, we started off with some crazy topics. As soon as it dropped, we had people DMing us like, hey, y'all, I feel the same way or that's crazy. I was just thinking that. So it's like we really we gauge our uh, audience towards young adults. But it's really for anybody who just want people to, uh, you know, feel like they they got other people in their corner. Like, you're not alone in your thoughts. I know that's right. So what was y'all, you say y'all talked about crazy episode or crazy things on your first episode. What was y'all first episode? What were some of the topics? Damn, we talked about Tristan Thompson and him wilding. We talked about LGBT plus nothing bad. We, we love those. We love that group. You know, we got nothing bad to say about them. Uh, I love y'all too, but uh... <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all, be, y'all be fucking sometimes, but we ain't even gonna get into that. Um, we talked about Kanye. It's just came in hot. Listen. I could say a lot about Kanye because, man, that's I I fuck with him. I do. I fuck with him. I think I enjoyed his documentary. 
I just think he's suffering from what he kind of already knew was going to happen. Like, you you watched your wife go through three, four other relationships before she finally gave you a chance. And you're surprised that she's acting the way that she's acting. But I try to stay out of rich people business. Um, (laughs) What is your goal with this whole podcast thing? Like, do you have a bigger picture in mind or do you just want a very big podcast platform? So when I first started, it was all about um, just being heard, just getting a voice out there. But now I'm not even going to hold you. It's about I'm trying to play the long game, like monetization, like get a national platform or something like that. Something like, you know, get like something like the Breakfast Club or something like, because people, like I've been told, you know, y'all, y'all got a dope vibe and, you know, y'all fired. Da, 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 da. So it's like, we can go far with this if we just stick to us, stick with the consistency and all of that. So that's, that's really the goal now. It's just for this to get some traction and take you to the next level. I'll say that I can agree with the consistency part because anybody with a blue check that's hit me up about my show, that's the first thing they always say. Like, oh, like, oh, I know I can count on your show to be, your show to drop every week. Like, I don't skip weeks. I mean, don't get me wrong. My season one is coming to an end and y'all not going to hear me on my own show for a minute because I'm going to do this. I want to go on some other people's shows. I've been on a few, but I want to go on some more. I feel like that's another great way to network. Absolutely. So, have you been on other people's show? Right, it's my first one, so you, you, you special in my book. I'm always remember this. Gina Payne, let's talk about it. Period. Yes, I love when people, I love being people's first time for shit. Yes, that's my, yes, I hold that special to my heart. Um, Are you guys looking for co-host or just guest or what type of audience are you looking for to actually be on the show with you guys? If you got something to say, you're more than welcome to come I agree with that, but my thing, and this took me a couple episodes to figure out, is if you can't hold a conversation or you can't stand on what you say, I don't want you on my show. Because I've had some heated, like I have a backlog of episodes that, that I haven't even aired yet. I have some very heated discussions, but I respected their opinion because they stood on what they said. It's not like you're don't let me talk you down to not standing on your opinion. Like, cause I don't want any, I'm not trying to push my beliefs on anybody. I don't think anybody necessarily who we going to get it. Let me not say that. Cause um, we got the alpha male podcast section over there in the podcast world who wants y'all to believe everything that they tell y'all. Um, but I don't try to push my opinions on anybody. So, but I feel like you have to have. You have to be able to talk, like, and really have a, carry out a whole conversation. Don't come on the show and give me seven minutes, because we could have just talked about that over the phone. Facts. That, that's what's wrong with the world now. You know, you kind of, you get into a conversation with somebody, and they don't like what you say, so they shut down, like, man, I'm over this, or like... Like, no, say what you gotta say, like, voice show, and that's, to me, I feel like that has a lot to do with, um, it was mentioned in this podcast group that 
some of y'all don't need podcasts because y'all really don't know what y'all believe in. And I feel like people who can't, who shut down when it's time to speak on how they feel really don't believe in what you're saying. Because if you believe in, you know, your word and you standing on your word, you can carry that conversation out with me to explain why you feel the way that you feel. Absolutely. So with that being said, my next question is, how do you feel about the alpha male podcast and the message that it sends to the male community? I feel like with a lot of them, it's, it's hit or miss because you got some podcasts that's like, like I give to you DJ Academics, that nigga be wild. Or, oh shit, can I say that on here? <laughs> yeah. Um, he be wild. Some of his views on like women and, you know, he just, I'm not for downgrading, downgrading women and like degrading them, making them feel like they're less than a man. I, I'm not with that. But then you got people like Kevin Samples who, although his delivery is not how I would like it to be, he be spitting. He, he be saying some truths about some things, you know? So I feel like it's, you gotta, first of all, you gotta have a mind of your own. If you let him, what's being said on the podcast, dictate how you live your life or whatever, especially from somebody who ain't got doctor in front of their name or something like that, you probably need to look at yourself. But other than that, it's just, you know, pick pick what you want to listen to, you know what I'm saying? DJ Academics, you know, if that's not somebody that you choose to model your life after, then don't do it. Don't listen to something he say just because, oh, DJ Academics said it, so it's law. Or Kevin Samuel said it, or because it's law. Like, that ain't how to That's not how you operate. I ain't gonna lie. Um... When Kevin Samuels first came out, I hated him. I was like, oh, he's just like every other dude. And he don't know what he's talking about. He old and divorced. And you know how women are. We try to find every reason to put, you know, a male's opinion down in certain situations. But the more I listened to him, you know, as I got older, I noticed like, okay, he do be making some points. But a lot of people don't realize this. He's not really, he's not really talking to the minimum wage tax bracket. Like, I feel like the stuff, that, <laughs> the stuff that he says applies to rich men. Absolutely. So I feel like when certain tiers of men take to his advice, it's like, he's really not talking to you. So that's why it doesn't make sense to the women in, you know, a middle-class tier because it's unrealistic for them. It's not that those aren't realistic expectations for someone in that tax bracket. And I feel like people skip over that. Now, he has he makes valid points, even when it comes down to the stuff he says about women, because I feel like we do, in a sense, kind of live in a kind of delusional. We kind of look at things in a delusional ways in certain situations. Um, yep. So I feel like he's very humbling. And like, for example, when the the women go on the show and he'd be like, what would you rate yourself? And you can't give yourself a seven and you're rating yourself a nine after this man has already told you he thinks Rihanna is an eight. So if you call yourself a nine, what do you think he's going to say to you? So it's like, to a sense, you're doing this to yourself. And I feel like there's a lot of situations that he speaks that he speaks on that women put themselves in that we did to ourselves because we chose to ignore the red flag that was right in front of your face. Yeah, that's one thing. People, that people, 
they like their comfort zone, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you could, your friends could tell you every red flag about yourself or whatever, or you could even see it yourself, but I don't know. It's just some people always go, I don't know what it is about that comfort zone. People always just go abide by it and they're scared to get out of it. I agree. But I agree. So, I have this clip that I'm going to play, and I want to get your opinion after. If that's cool with you. So. Right. I've been dating this guy for a couple weeks. He's never seen my real hair or me without makeup. He has no idea how I prep before I come see him. And I'm afraid he might not like what he sees. How long do you think you should wait before you show your real hair or yourself without makeup in front of your man? Listen, this, this is. What is your opinion? on that statement okay so me personally i love a natural woman like i be telling my girl all the time like i'm not with all the lashes and makeup and all that like i the sexiest thing in the world to me is fucking sweatpants and a t-shirt or some shit i'm all for natural looks but i mean i feel like so but on a from a societal perspective uh i feel like maybe second or third date you know but I don't even really, really want to put a number on it because it's all about your level of comfortability you know when do you feel comfortable enough with this man to be like I fucking I ain't wearing no wig today I'm just gonna go out here like fuck this <laughs> he either like me or he don't confidence I I feel like I don't know I, I, I can't really think of I can't really think of a time frame because I, it'll be, you can see me, the first time you see me, it'll be completely just natural. And then the next time you see me after that would be dressed up. But I've always done that intentionally because it's like, okay, if I meet you the first time, exactly how I look. Obviously not looking crazy, but like just in your natural state, you know exactly what you're getting. But everybody else is, I, I guess, I don't know. I wouldn't know how to answer that. That's why I was like, well, let me ask one of the guys. Um, I feel like it's also a matter of are you doing it for him or are you doing it for you? Because if you wear the makeup for you, then all right, do you, queen? But if you're doing it just to appeal to a man, then it's, that's not that, that ain't cool. It's something else under there that you probably need to work on before you try and go on a date with anybody. I don't believe that. I mean, I don't, I, I can't say it's necessarily not true, but I just have a hard time believing that certain things women do they strictly only do it for themselves because what do you it's just like for example oh i got a bbl for me what do you benefit what do you yourself benefit from changing your looks okay you gain more confidence you have confidence in yourself but at the end of the day in the end it's for men all that shit is for me. You wear makeup to look good, to take a picture, to post it on the internet, to get attention from who? Men. Or, you know, if you're going after both, you know, sexes, you're doing it to get the attention of somebody else. Very few. I only know very few women who post pictures and do certain body modifications just because they just like to do it. Now, or unless you're getting paid to look a certain type of way or wear a certain type of makeup or wear a certain type of hair, that's a totally different story. But, other than that, you get dressed up to go to the, 
go to the club to do what? Meet men. Have fun. Get get drinks. You go to the club looking cute, hoping your drinks will be free all night. But in order to do that, you you got to get dressed and put some makeup on. Because very few women go to the club, bare face, regular clothes, and all that. The objective is to get cute, get dressed up, get on, you know, take pictures and all of that. So it's like... I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, my, my opinion, I don't know. If I voice my opinion too much, they have a bad habit of calling me a pick me for certain shit that I say. So, True. yeah, I get the more my following grows, certain comments that I've made um, regards to women taking accountability for their actions. I get called a pick me online. Like, oh, you're just trying to get picked. Or pick me, choose her. Like, no, I'm just want. Like, I you gotta understand, we as women, we need to take accountability for our actions. But I hold men I mean, to. That struck a nerve. Yeah, that struck a nerve. Like, um, it was a conversation a few episodes ago I had about why your man isn't the same way that he was when y'all were, you know, pre dating versus after y'all are dating. And I said, this is not to excuse the men's behavior because I don't excuse nothing a man does. If you did it, you're wrong. But as a woman, if you did it, you're, you did it, you're wrong. I'm, I said, my statement was, y'all stop respecting the man after you get him and you don't treat him the same way you were when you were trying to be cuffed. So the way that you talk to him after you're in a relationship with him, getting mad, calling him all types of bitch ass niggas and lazy as fuck and you ain't shit and you wasn't doing all that before you got cuffed right and then you start then you stop you know looking a certain way doing certain stuff all the shit that got you cuffed because oh well i already got him so i'm good to go oh they were on instagram doing me in oh they were on instagram doing me in you're a picky (laughs) oh well if the relationship doesn't work it's because he well what did he do to make her stop doing no why and my and my thing is why is it always well what did he do to make her do this why not well why did you why did you do it why does it have to be because he did something and i only have this opinion because i've seen really good relationships that the woman has messed up and it was more so yeah the man did you know the man did shit but it wasn't Nothing that was that detrimental to yeah yeah I can't talk to the relationship, but what the women woman did because it's like I have I've had whole girls I've had female friends that have dudes at home good dudes at home that work regular nine to fives they come home they they get on the game they might not be the be at the club every weekend type of dude but they the be at the club every weekend type of female and you out cheating all weekend but then you go home to your, you know, your man and you always complaining about your relationship. You're the world fucking it up. But it's always, well, he didn't, so I went out and cheated. No, you wanted to cheat. You you just wanted to cheat. And that, that type of stuff, I feel like it's, it's, I hate the fact that we're at a point where we as women can't hold each other accountable for our actions. Without being a pick me. I'm not trying to please a man. I want you to grow up and take accountability for yourself. Just like you expect him to, you can't expect him to hold himself to a certain standard if you don't hold yourself to a certain standard. Yeah, 
me and you're going to be best friends. I'll be preaching that same message all the time. It's like, if we, if we, we living in this world that we like chasing equality, and I'm all for it. I believe, you know, men and women should be equal to me. But if that's going to happen, it's going to level up on all playing fields. It's not just going to be in a certain aspect of life. Like, if we really going to hold each other to, if we going to be equal, that means y'all got to be raised to the same standards as us. We got to be on the same pedestal. All of that is just across the board. We got to treat each other the same and not just, oh, she's a woman, so she get a pass on this, or he's a man, so he get a pass on this. Mm. I agree. I absolutely agree. So you just mentioned you're in a relationship, correct? Yes. Okay. How long have y'all been together? Um, three years. Okay. So, okay, you could answer this then. What is your opinion on the dominant and submissive conversation regards to in a relationship? Honestly, it's, it's, I want to say it's whatever the vibe is, but I feel like, I feel like that kind of makes sense. Like, okay, so the girl I'm dealing with, she's, she's, she's dominant. She's very dominant, but so am I. So it's like, we might be in the middle of something. It's like, basically, what, how it work with us personally. Now, I'm not telling nobody else to how to do anything or whatever, but it's like, Whoever initiated, they kind of, that's like the head honcho for whatever. You know, they they in control. Um, I don't believe that a man should be dominant all the time and a woman should be submissive all the time. I think that is, you know, you got to switch things up. Keep it interesting, you know what I'm saying? Like, just whatever, whatever floats your boat. That's for me personally. I don't know what the next person do. Y'all got to figure that out yourself. That don't sound bad. So, our... Do y'all go by the whole 50-50 um, thing? Or is it just as, as, as long as it gets done, it gets done? Uh, in all aspects, not just, you know, paying bills, just in all aspects. Are y'all like a 50-50, like I pay the bills, she cleans and cooks? Or we both pay the bills and we both clean and cook? Like, we more of a, like... You know, if you falling short here, I would pick up, and if I'm falling short here, you pick up, and it's it's like we it's we balance each other out, you know, when it's needed. So I'm not gonna say it's fifty fifty all the time, every single day, but it's like, you know, if you know if, if something's going on at work and I'm not getting hours like I used to, or checks is coming in short, okay, she might pay for something, and then if I feel like you know gas is high, you know, you know what, babe, I'll fill your car up today or whatever, you know, it's just we pick up. We balance it out. You know, when one person lacking, we step in for that person. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. I I could I like that better than just straight fifty fifty. The way that you mentioned that. That that was good. So um, let's go back to your show for a little for a minute. Um, where can everyone listen to it at? Where can they find it? What days do you drop episodes? So. The name of the podcast is The All Over Podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere podcasts are from. All platforms, y'all. All platforms. Yes, all platforms. So many platforms that I forgot to log and I can't check, even check my analytics for some of them. <laughs> See, I just, 
Mm-mm. I don't got the patience for all that. I just have my. I keep it simple. But um, so when do you print? Like when do your episodes drop? They drop every every Monday. Every Monday, six a.m. See, see, y'all can listen to me on Friday. Have y'all a cool little weekend, and then Monday come, you could tap into him. Like, yes, sir. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, we can get every. You know, we gotta, we gotta, cause it's the only way we go word of mouth and networking and connecting. That's the only way. Like, you gonna get your your stuff out. You gotta work with who works with what you do. Right. Well, to pretty much wrap this show up, I have a ladies ask the guys um, poll questionnaire where every week I take like two questions. When I have a guy on my show, I'll take like two questions out of the group and I'll add it to the show. So the two this week are, what's one thing women do sexually you wish they would stop and one thing that they wish you wish they would do more of? Uh, one thing I wish they would stop. And it doesn't have to necessarily apply to, you know, who you're with now, just in your overall sexual history, if you've encountered something like, oh, I wish women would stop doing that, and or I wish women would do more of that. I wish I would stop with these hand jobs. We grown, put this thing in your mouth. <laughs> I can do that one. No. Hey yo, and I was not expecting that. Oh, the hand jobs. So wait, but wait though, but wait though, but wait though. Like, so wait, just like straight. No, so wait, a hand. So clap to a male. What is considered an actual hand job? Where she doesn't do any type of oral sex at all. She just strictly just trying to make you come with yeah, her when hand. She, when she just jerk you off, and it's like I can do that myself. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, we too old for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just thought you meant like the little bit of like jacking off she'll do before she put it in her. Yeah, we too old for that. Yeah, we. Mm-mm. I don't yeah, if y'all still doing that, stop that. Like, uh, girl, if you don't. All right. If you don't suck that dick. Right. <laughs> grow up. If you don't. Yeah. So what do you wish they would do more of? That's actually hilarious. Like, I really would have never thought y'all... See, I learned something new every yes. day. Yes, it really be girls out here doing Like, oh, man, you got a hand job. I'm thinking it's going to... Like, I remember my first time I was in high school. I'm thinking it's going to lead to something else. The whole time, she, I'm like, dude, I'm in my head. I'm like, I could have just did this shit myself. I'm not doing shit. <laughs> y'all, a hand job... Y'all got to grow up. We too old. So, the last question is... What <laughs> I can't believe they got me asking this shit. Where is the craziest place that you've had sex? Oh shit. Uh craziest place I had sex. So. In the back of her cousin car. 
was the cousin there? While she was driving. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we, we. <laughs> hey, YOLO. Yeah, we, we, we. That's crazy that you said that because I told um an ex of mine, I was like, we never got to do it. We broke up. But I was like, yeah, I want somebody to drive down the highway and we fuck in the back seat. And we broke up before it happened, but that's crazy. So, like, wait, that wasn't awkward, though? Is it awkward? Well, she didn't know what was happening. How? Wait, so how, like, though? I, put, I had a hoodie. I just stuffed a sleeve in her mouth, and she, she sat on top of it. She had a dress on. We was in the mood. You know, that Casamigos get you doing some crazy things, and it just... Well, you know what they say. After I drink this Casamigos, to her house I go. <laughs> Man, hey, that's that's hilarious. Man, that is hilarious. But where can everybody follow you at on social media? So everybody you knows can they can tap the into the show. Yep, you can follow my podcast on Instagram at the all over podcast. And you can follow me personally, Zion underscore DeVille. That's C-I-O-N underscore D-A-B-E-L-L-E. You heard me, y'all. Well, I would like to thank you for coming on the show. Maybe next time y'all hear me and him, it'll be on his show. Um, oh, yeah, we're going to get that together. I, I, I like you. That's yeah, see, great. so you can, that's another one you could catch me over there with. And, yeah, um, your girl got a book to finish writing because I'm past overdue. So I'm going to see y'all next week. I saw that. You, you need to leave some money for the rest of us. You, you and the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, I got kids I got to take care of. And uh, I, if you, and I ain't trying to be working for somebody else for the rest of my life. Absolutely, I feel that. That's my thing. I'm trying to go to sleep and wake up, and I made a couple thousand dollars. Just right, make that money work for you. Exactly, and I feel like you got to take what you can do and try to monetize it. I just got this my show monetized um, a couple weeks ago. Me too. I just got the notification last night. I, I was happy. <laughs> yeah, I'll start my first. Um, you'll hear instead of the anchor ad, you'll hear my first sponsors ad on my show soon so yeah man look at god God. (laughs) let me tell you because let me tell you when you really want something y'all it don't matter what it is if you want to start a podcast it don't matter that it's 50 million billion people with a podcast everybody ain't gonna say it the way you do right because i know for a fact that i done said the same shit probably the last 12, 11 women done said, but you ain't saying it like I'm saying it. So, if you want to do something, don't let nobody stop you from doing it. If you don't like it, try it. I always say, give something 30 days. I told myself I would give my show 30 days, and if I ain't like it, all right, I can put it to the side and maybe regroup and come back later. On my 20, I didn't know anything about looking at my analytics, like how to, where to go look at it or anything. So, I'm thinking... You know, my my show's performance would be based off ratings. And so I'm trying to get everybody to rate the show. And then, you know, obviously people not doing it. So I'm like, I got, you know, a couple. I still got all five stars on all platforms. But it wasn't enough like I wanted. So finally, on like the 28th day, I was like, yeah, I'm, this is going to be my last episode. I'm done with this. Um, 
somebody told me how to go look at my Spotify. So when I looked, I had hit, I was at 9,743 streams. And I woke up the next morning to like 10,000 and some change. And I'm like, cause I was going to wake up. I was going to do a exit podcast. I'm like, you know, it's been real. Like I'm out and go back to writing books. Cause I make well enough money writing books. So I'm like, okay, I ain't doing this. Like, cause I mean, this is time consuming for anybody who's starting a podcast. And I'm pretty sure he can agree with me. This is time consuming. Yes. So if you really don't love, if you really don't want to do it, don't do Like if you don't really have a passion to do this, don't do it. Cause it takes a, you know, I have to literally set hours out of my, you know, weeks to record, edit all that. So if you really don't want to do this, don't do it. But I, I was waking up. I had what I was going to say, you know, on, on the, it's been real for anybody who was listening to me. Cause I wasn't really thinking I was getting any listens. So I was like, all right, I guess that was God's way of saying, keep going. Yeah, you can't stop. You can't this, stop. This, this was meant for you because you got a dope voice. And it was like, when I, I listened to one of your episodes a couple of weeks back, and I was like, yo, this is something about your voice. And just like you said, can't nobody, a million people can say what you're saying, but they can't say it the way Gina Payne said it. And they ain't going to say it the way Gina said. Listen, because that's why this is let's talk about it with Gina, not nobody else. But and just like just like y'all go listen to it's the all over podcast. Yes, ma'am. Go listen to the all over podcast, and nobody gonna say it like they say it. So you just gotta definitely not. And don't be scared to come on here. I will say the first time, my very first episode, my worst Valentine's Day, which is what made everybody keep telling me to keep doing this. Um, I recorded that. 26 times before the one that everybody who heard heard I recorded that I started recording in December my show came out on Valentine's Day that whole three months I was just recording that single episode because I didn't want to sound too professional I didn't want to sound too ghetto I didn't want and then finally I just said you know I don't give a fuck I'm just gonna tell this story the way I would tell it to one of my friends don't be scared to get on this. If you're starting a podcast, if you're in a podcast and not sure what direction you want to take your show, do not be scared to get on this. Get on your platform, turn your mic on, and be yourself. Because they're going to fall in love with you being yourself. Anybody who inbox me and tell me about my show, they say the same thing. I love that you, your authenticity. Just be yourself. Don't be the next person. Don't act like the next person. Don't try to do what the next person's doing just because they're getting views. Be yourself and it will work. That, that's the exact approach we take. Because I remember our first episode dropped and like we looked at our analytics and it was more so like older people listening. So they would DM us. Even like, like family it was like... Oh, y'all say nigga too much, and maybe you shouldn't cuss, and I should try and keep it clean, and da 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 da. And so I thought, I was like, you know what? Yeah, they right. I'm gonna keep it clean. Then I was like, if I do that, that's not us being true to ourselves. Like this podcast, this ain't us being all professional talking to a mic. These are conversations that we have all the time. Now we just recording it. Exactly, Ex- exactly. And that's my I. He he hit it right on the head. Have do your podcast like you just having a conversation, even my interviews, like a majority of my show. Mine, let me and then let me tell y'all, God, God will really take 
your plan and paved the way for you. Because originally, I was going to come on this show and do all my episodes by myself. I had no intention on having any co-hosts or guests or do interviews or anything like that. And everybody who's been on my show, it was a, can I come on my on your show? Except for, you know, the, the blue checkmark people that's been on my show. I, I definitely slid them DMs like, I need you on the show, please and thank you. And that's another thing I want to add, and then I'm going to wrap this up. Um... If y'all want these, you know, high-profile people on your show, believe it or not, I'm not saying all people, but some, just ask. Because that's literally all I did. I, I slid in the people, and I had no intention on getting a response. I'm like, oh, ain't nobody going to say nothing to me. I will say build up some content so they have something to listen to, so they can decide whether or not they like your vibe. Um, But just ask. Like, I was scared. I'm like, ain't nobody going to say nothing. They're going to clown me like, oh, this this random person. But I'll either get somebody sending me, you know, their their email, you know, to book with their manager or a phone number um, or they'll just set it up with me right then and there. Like, don't be scared to don't be scared. Like, go for it. If you want it, go for it. Absolutely. You just got you got to step out there. Nike, just do it. Just, you just do it. Happen. Worst thing they can say is no. And you're going to get a whole lot of no's throughout your life. So don't let one set you back. Absolutely. But that's my show for this week, y'all, and I will see y'all next week.